What's going on? This is Michael Barayan with Spinning Fire. Today is Monday. And as you guys know, every single Monday we come at you, we spit fire. I like that. I like that. We spit fire. We spit the truth and nothing but the truth. So today we're going to talk about how my childhood experiences have shaped the habits that I have today and how Eric Chris's childhood experiences, whether they were positive or negative, have shaped the habits that he has today. So, let me kind of give you guys a little background on myself and a little bit on Eric. Okay, he's going to talk about himself, talk about me. I had a crazy childhood and it was completely different than what Mr. E. Crizzle had to go through. And the reason why is because I had to go from 0 to 19 through a bunch of different sauces. Because I was lost in the sauce in 19, as you guys know. But, from 0 to 19, I had to go through uh, nine schools, I had to go through hospitals, I had to go through foster care, group homes, I had to go through a whole caboodle schmagoodle, I had to literally go from America to another country, come back to America, go to a country, come back to America, America. and literally, America, land of opportunity, right? And I had to go from coast to coast like butter on toast, literally go through a bunch of bullshit. But one of the things that I've learned in that crazy hectic process was a couple of habits that I learned from my dad, okay? I'm not gonna really talk about my mom today because I love my mom to death. We'll do another episode on that. But today I wanna talk about my dad because yesterday was Father's Day and I wanna give him credit to some of these amazing habits that I have today. Even though the style may have not been the correct style, but the outcome was amazing. I mean, I got exactly what I needed to get from my dad and not only by watching him, but also by him kind of forcing it into my existence. So. Eric Crizzle, what about your background? Because my background was really crazy. How about your background? Because we have two different perspectives, two different freaking backgrounds. It's crazy how we're so different. So go ahead. <laughs> well, I had a pretty good childhood, I would say. I grew up in a nice home, you know, with good parents. My father and my mom got divorced when I was eight. Um, he stayed around, but, you know, he wasn't as involved in my life as my mom and my sister. But um, I wasn't always a, necessarily a good kid. I got in a lot of trouble. I was like the class clown. I got... You know, even got arrested a few times. But how many times um, was I'd say probably like four or five times. That's it. Uh, Goody two shoes. Goody two shoes. <laughs> but you know, but I, I, it was because I was good at not getting caught. Basically, I was, I was, I was just really uh, smooth operator. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> but uh, it was a good. It, it really helped to shape me. You know, I have some some really good habits and and behaviors and thought processes and belief systems because of my child, but. Hood, but there's also some things that I hold with me that I guess, you know, could have been a little better had things been a little different. So, so we're going to kind of talk about your your habits. Like what are some of the, uh, uh, what is the one habit that you got from your mom, your dad, whoever, uh, that has kind of shaped you to who you are today? Well, I'm going to start with this one. I feel uh, as if I've become very diversified and accepting. You know, my high school was extremely diverse. You know, it had, you know, 20% Hispanic 20% black, 20% white, 20% Asian, 20% Indian, whatever it was, it was very diverse. Um, and there was no cliques. It was all, everybody was friends with everybody for the most part. There was the hood, there was the geeks, there was the jocks, there was, you know, and I, I really identified with everybody. I spent, you know, a couple days a week chilling straight up in the hood, drinking 40, smoking blunts. Uh, seriously. Uh, I spent a few days, like the next day after being in the hood, just, you know, with my baggy pants, my backward fitted, chilling, you know, slinging rock. No, I'm joking. Um, I was literally like as bad, as crazy as that sounds, the very next day I was in a multi-million dollar mansion chilling with my good friend, you know, having a nice dinner. So it was a very, 
it was just very sporadic in that way I had it was very diversified and that helped me to be very accepting of people today you know I can get along with a lot of different people I don't judge people I, I have no racism in my blood at all you know if you cut me um, you know it's it's you know I, I believe that um, in the power of diversification and, and that really helped me to be uh, well-rounded in that sense so I really appreciate my upbringing the way my parents treated me um, and my childhood and my school for for allowing me to to be like that. So that's definitely one thing. Um, if I should go through, well, I'll, I'll, you want to yeah, ask, you go wanna, back and you forth. Ask me. Or, well, I mean, I, I thought I'm I was not the star of this show. Uh, uh, I'm not worth asking. What's up, man? I mean, listen. You I know mean, what I'm saying? So one of the things that I learned, thanks for asking. Well, let me ask you. So what are what, are, what is one of the one things that you learned or, or your childhood experiences that shaped your your um, discipline? Ooh. Discipline. So many young people lack discipline. They lack emotional discipline, mental discipline, physical discipline, life discipline. In all areas of their life, they have zero discipline nowadays. And I'll tell you why. Because mommy and daddy are too fucking soft on the kids. They're too nice. Instead of being strict with them and letting them know, this is what you said, this is what's going to happen, this is the rules, you got to play by the rules and have that discipline. I'll give you an example. I remember I was playing hockey with my dad. Okay? And a little hockey, hockey. Little table hockey. You know what I'm saying? I was probably like 10, 11 years old. And I don't know if you know this, but I had to go to bed at a specific time. I knew that. Like, 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 like 8 o'clock was 8 o'clock. Yeah. 8.30 <laughs> was 8.30. 9 o'clock was 9 o'clock. Okay, pay attention. And I remember, like, I don't know if you know this. You ever seen those clocks that have the birds? I know that. You ever had those clocks that have the birds? <laughs> you ever saw the clocks? Yeah, I know the birds. Which one? Cuckoo birds. The cuckoo birds, right? So there were these 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 um, these uh, clocks that every single uh, every single um, hour would be a different sound. Five o'clock would be the goose sound. Twelve o'clock would be the owl sound. I would remember those sounds of those birds. So at eight o'clock, every I hated the eight o'clock bird. I fucking hated it because I remember eight o'clock meant what? That's like a Pavlovian association. Who? It was crazy. Time I for bed. That bird. Time for bed. And I remember we were playing the middle, we were playing a game, and it was exactly eight o'clock or nine o'clock, whatever time it was. And my dad said, "Hey, that's it. It's time for bedtime." And I'm like, "But there's no school tomorrow. Like, it's no big deal. Like, let's play. Let's finish." My dad's like, "No, eight o'clock or whatever time it was. Nine o'clock is nine o'clock. Time for bedtime." I'm like, "But I'm hungry." Also, the only thing my dad would let me do is drink a cup of tea with sugar. So just in case I would die, so I'm like, "I'm dying. I'm dying." No sugar. Is it good? Call a, a, a little bit of tea with uh, um, tea with sugar and go to sleep. And that was literally my discipline. Okay, a lot of kids these days don't have that discipline. Now, what, did I become rebellious because of that? Absolutely. But that taught me a lot of valuable lessons. I'll give another example of discipline. I remember as a kid, if I misbehaved or I would curse or do something crazy to my dad, my dad would force me to write down. He would grab the nearest newspaper and write that, I will not curse around my parents. And he literally made me write that a hundred times. And then I would say, I ain't doing that shit. I was like 10 years old, 12 years old. He's like, I will, he's like 200 times. And I would get to, sometimes I would get so rebellious, it would get to almost a thousand plus words that I have to write. A thousand plus, sorry, sentences. And I literally, like, I didn't have my Game Boy Advance at the time. Like everything was stripped away from me until I actually did it. And that, like that right there, taught me a valuable lesson. There's consequences, and you will be disciplined. And if you don't listen, 
life is going to be strict. And you know what? My dad was kind of, you know, one of those totalitarian kind of guys, dictatorship run household. I love him though, but I learned a lot of discipline because of that. And I think that a lot of kids don't have that and they're fucking lazy. They don't have the discipline to discipline themselves because mommy and daddy said, make sense? So that's one of the things I learned, okay? Discipline is key. And you know what? That's the reason why I have a multi-million dollar company. That's the reason why we have 100 plus people that work with us. That's the reason why we're growing so fast because I'm able to discipline myself. I've been going to the gym for 10 fucking straight years. Not giving up. 10 years. Because that discipline kicked in into a later, you know, later age. And that's what actually helps you become successful. Discipline is vital. Discipline is key. If you don't discipline yourself, somebody's going to discipline you. That's the crazy part. That's the crazy part. Someone's going to, you're going to be disciplined. Which isn't really a lesson that I was taught. I had to learn discipline on my own just based on. But what are some things you learned? Yeah. Well, I would say, uh, let me go into my fancy, my fancy notebook here. I mean, um, I would say self-worth and self high self-esteem. Wow. I mean, you got to understand. Uh, That's very vital. I mean, you need that nowadays. Yeah, right? I, I was... I don't know if it's something that I just, you know, maybe I was born with a predisposition to have high self-esteem, but I think it was, you know, my early childhood experiences. You know, my, my parents and my sister and my friends' parents and, you know, my friends would kind of fill me with typically, you know, positive stuff about myself and it helped to build who I am and... You know, we always talked about caring as a value and, and the values that I was taught early on helped me to be a really strong person internally and build confidence in myself. And so that allows, that allows me to not feel like, you know, broken when something happens in life because my inner core is so strong. And, you know, th- that's something that my parents instilled to me really early on is that, that feeling of self-worth and that feeling of self-value and that confidence. And, you know, I, I think, you know, these are things, in my opinion, that you can still learn and still you change do, you about can. yourself. I, I did it's that. just more challenging oh, as you as I did you get older. You know, the opposite spectrum of this is crazy yeah. because I did not have that confidence as a young kid. As a matter of fact, I, my, my self-image was so broken that you, you literally – imagine taking a, 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 a nice piece of glass, breaking it, and that's what I had to do as a, as a kid, rebuilding my self-image. Like right now, like if you take a piece of glass and break it, it's never going to be the same. Yeah. And that's literally how I am today. I'm never going to be the same. Like I just, I have to be broken down and rebuilt, broken down or rebuilt. Now, the only way that I got myself to where I am today was this belief and this confidence was through power of education and literally taking myself and going through the process of pain, which is going through the molten fire and rebuilding that glass from scratch. And I'm like a new person. I'm a new person now at 27 years old because if you look at me at 27 and when I was 16 years old or 12 years old or even eight years old, it's a huge difference. I am not who I was and I'm so different. I'm, I'm, I'm look, it's like if you meet the eight-year-old version of me and look at him and look at me, you'd be like, these are two different people. They look the same, two different people. Yeah, like, who, like you were when you were eight? Well, you know what I mean. You know what I'm saying, right? Good, good perspective. But that's pretty much what I, what I kind of got out of it. Mean, you got self-image and positivity that I really had to rebuild so after what, my What else would you say that, that shaped you? It could be good or bad. I mean, I have something next that's not necessarily so positive. So. Integrity. Integrity is huge. I learned it from my dad. My dad told me integrity. I mean, my, I remember, I will never forget this crazy shit. It's crazy. I will never forget this. We go to a gas station, okay? My dad always used to let me take the, you know, take the pump and kind of pump the gas because I used to love doing that. And it literally went over by one penny. You ever try to like pump gas and it goes over by a little yeah. bit, by one penny? And sometimes it goes through by that one penny. He literally went into the car, looked for a penny, went to the attendant, the attendant guy, and said, here's the penny. I actually went over. I will never forget that. That lesson 
stuck me forever. And that's why one of the commandments we have here is what? Integrity. I never forgot that. I remember these instances where my dad would find a wallet in the middle of the street and the first thing he would do, he was like, we have to return this. We have to find out whose it is. Even if there's no name or nothing, he, had to, he figured it out. Why? Because integrity was so vital. Stealing and, 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 and taking from other people and, and not being honest was something he never did. That's one of the things I can actually you know, uh, 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 respect my dad for, but being honest, being full of integrity, not trying to hurt a soul. Like that to me has got to be so far in life because there's so many motherfucking people out there that are very slimy and slippery and shady. And because I learned that lesson of being integrative all the time, having integrity at all times, no matter what, most most amazing lesson I learned from my dad. And that's why I respect him. You know, I trust him. If I give, I remember as a kid, I gave him, you know, as from zero to 18, every dollar I made, he collected it. He said, whenever you're 18, I'll give you the money. It's like a pit boss. Well, he literally never gave, he never allowed me to have money up until 18 years old. So when I used to snow shovel, whatever, he would take the money as I was living, you know, when I was living with him, take the money and stack it away and said, when you're 18, you'll get this money. He would write it down on a piece of paper. The day I was 18 on my birthday, he gave me that money. How much? It was like $2,000, something, two something. Did you blow it? No way. As a matter of fact, I never in my entire life ever had less than four grand in my pocket. Well, two grand, sorry. You mean since you were 18? Since I was 18. I never had less than $2,000, ever. I never. And then when I got to like 19 years old, I never had less than $8,000 in my pocket. $7,000, $8,000. I always had money coming to me because I learned these lessons of having integrity, having discipline. They're very powerful, very powerful. What else did you learn from your your childhood experience? Um... Let me go back into my handy notes. I want to find the, I want to find the, the powerful ones. Yeah. I would say... Because um, there's a lot. There's a lot of lessons out there. There's a lot of lessons. And you know what's crazy? It's okay to kind of write them down because it's good to reflect on that. You know? I mean, I have a few. I have caring, emotional strength, and courage. Talk about, the, talk about emotional um, strength. Talk about the emotional strength. Because I, I, well, I, believe, I believe you have good emotional strength. I mean, a lot of people are freaking weak. I mean, that, that comes partly with that high self-esteem, right? But yeah. I, I have, you know, like I said, my mom and my dad divorced my... It wasn't necessarily the the best of breakups. And my mom, I saw her go through a lot of pain and struggle, but she always remained strong. And I feel like watching her go through those struggles and staying strong allowed me to kind of adopt some of those same um, habits and those same type of mindsets. And my grandfather, you know, was somebody who had a lot of, um, I think, emotional intelligence. And I really, I really got a lot from him watching how he dealt with different life situations and how he remained strong through it. When my grandmother died and he was like 90 years old and that's, you know, they were married for 60 years. Wow, 60 years. Over 60, 65. And how he, how he remained Nowadays, if you stay married for more than 60 days, they clap for you. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah. So that, that, that emotional strength and just being around people who are stable in my life allowed me to build that internal uh, emotional stability in myself. And um, it helped me later on. You know, there's other things too, like a little bit of resentment, you know, in certain ways, you know, for things that maybe, you know, I I love my father and stuff, but just certain ways that maybe he wasn't always there, you know, what happened with my mother, it kind of, even though I don't really feel it on a day-to-day basis, I know my body harbors it somewhere, you know, at the cellular level or whatnot. I mean, you know, it's crazy. I kind of didn't appreciate my dad for many years and I started to say, you know, instead of me looking at the negative stuff of my dad, I said, no, let me find some of the positive stuff. One of the positive things that I learned and just kind of changed my life as well was not giving a fuck what other people think. I remember as a kid, my dad used to have this laugh and he would laugh very loud and different. And as a kid, I was like, I was kind of getting a little bit embarrassed when I was like, you know what? Long term, I realized like my dad was being himself. Why would you want to be comparing yourself to sheep when you're a fucking lion? 
Why want to be like a sheep when you're a lion? Why want to be like a duck when you're an eagle? It makes no sense. You know what I'm saying? So I remember my father used to always tell me, don't worry about other people's opinions. Everyone's got a butthole. Everyone's got an opinion. If you got to do this and ask everyone for what they think about you, you're not going to succeed. And I remember my dad used to always tell me, who cares what other people think of you? Be yourself. Be authentic. Be real. And do you. And when you do that, I mean, you're going to live a life of, of, of no regrets. Like, I don't have no regrets in my life. Someone asked me the other day, how many regrets do you have? You have any regrets in your life? I have no regrets. Everything I have in my life is because I wanted it. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Do you regret that, not having any regrets? I don't regret that at all. Do you regret asking me that question that I, that I don't regret what I regret? I regret that. <laughs> right? But at the end of the day, we don't, I don't regret anything, bro. I don't regret nothing. Maybe in the future I'll regret something, but I, I have no, no regret because I learned that I don't give a flying fuck what people think of me. I don't give a shit what others have to say about my judgments. About my decisions, about my choices. Now, once again, I gotta make this clear. I care about what my mom thinks about me as a good person. I care about what you think of me as a good, being a good person and being respectful and being, you know, positive. But I don't care about my, like, if I make a decision, I'm not gonna give a fuck about what you think. A lot of times I make decisions you probably don't agree with. Is that true or not true? True. I mean, but do you think I give a rip about what you think about it? No, because I made that decision. That's nice. No disrespect. <laughs> no disrespect. No disrespect. But, but, but why am I saying that? Why am I saying that? Because your opinion is not going to change the fact that I made that decision. I made the decision. Fine. And sometimes it might be a loss. It might be a negative decision. But that's my decision. <laughs> I accept my decisions. And that's what makes you an entrepreneur. Learning how to make decisions and not worry about what others think. If, 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 if Tiger Woods worried about what the world thought about him, he wouldn't, he wouldn't have won back, you know, a couple of weeks ago, whatever. Tiger Woods made a decision. I fucked up. I made a bad mistake. I'm going to fix it. And those childhood experiences can kind of, they build you. They make you who you are. And some of those things that we remember from 0 to 19, 0 to 20, 0 to 25, really make, make us who we are in the next 20, 30, 40 years, you know? So what is the last thing you kind of learned that kind of like, you know, gave you that, 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 that habit of, of becoming successful in your life that kind of, you know, you could kind of say, you know what, because of this in my life, I kind of, uh, I am who I am and where I'm at. I mean, I'm going to take something from my dad on this one. You know, my dad owns, still owns a business to this day. It's been passed around kind of through the generations, to be honest. How many generations? Uh, well, two generations. Could have wow. been a third, but I wasn't into business at the time when I could have taken it over. That's and amazing. Um, that, you know, his business is actually the longest standing business in the community. Wow. Um, and one thing that he um, is big on is like respect and honor in the community. Mm -hmm. He's a very big community person and he, he, he believes in the power of respect and honor. And so he, he does a lot of things to give back. He does a lot of things to, to gain respect of people and to be honorable. Yeah. Um, and to me, that's always stood out. My dad's always been a you know, very honorable person in the community and, and I respect that you know, in him. And it goes back to kind of that integrity of like, I've saw my dad do it for so many years and He's never really in the business level. Um, he's always been very honest and very fair and very respectful of everyone. And he got he's gotten a lot of recognition, you know, locally and to some degree, you know, at larger levels for his business acumen. And I I got a lot from just watching him do that. So you learned a lot. Yeah, that's amazing. I mean, one thing I'll tell you that kind of I kind of learned from my childhood experiences that I mean is committing to your promises. Committing to your promises. I mean, it's huge. Think about it. How many times do we make promises to ourselves? I'm going to go to the gym today. I'll give you an example. Yesterday, 7 o'clock. You, you remember we were here. I was, I was playing 2K19 and, and uh, whatever that game is. UFC with Inger. It's 7 o'clock. 
And I'm like, I really don't want to go to the gym. Like, yesterday, I just did not want to go to the gym. I just like, I don't know. I just did not. Like, I was like, I, I made it this. I was like, I'm not doing it. But early on in the day, I'm like, I'm going to the gym. So because I made a decision to go to the gym and I didn't want to go to the gym, guess what I did? Went to the gym. I went to the fucking gym. And guess what happened after I left the gym? Felt good about it. I felt like a fucking million dollars. I felt like a ball on fire because I made a commitment to myself and I kept it. And 98% of your self-image is you keeping promises to yourself. When you say you're going to do something and you do it, that's the most powerful commitment you can ever make in your entire life to build your self-image. And that's what ended up happening. My dad told me that. He said, you're going to go to school because you said you're going to school today. You're sick. You have a fever. It's okay. You're going to go to school. Why? Because you said so. Now, if, it was, if I was sick to the point where I couldn't walk, it's different. But if I said, I'm going to go to bed at 9 o'clock, that's what he, and, he, and he said, 9 o'clock, go to bed, nothing changed. Earthquake happening, 9-11. I remember 9-11, I had to go to bed on time. I wanted to watch TV because the whole day I was watching TV. I was collecting the newspapers. 9 o'clock, bedtime. Bedtime. If I said something, it's done. My father would say... Bro, you were like 15 at that time. No. In 2001, <laughs> no, 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 2001, I was 11 years old. Uh, you were 15, 16. I was like 17. 17 years 16, old. Yeah. 16 years old. Exactly. What time did your, by the way, what time did you they take off the bedtime? Say again? What time did he like, you know, stop giving you a bedtime? Until you, until my parents divorced. How old were you? 13 and a half. What was your bedtime at, like 14? No, it was at, at 13 and a half, it was about 10.30 at night, 10 okay. o'clock. So it was shifting by 30 minutes every year I grew up. But I hated it, bro. I fucking hated it. I, you understand that 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 mindset taught me so many things. But at that time, I hated it. Now looking at it, my kids are gonna have bedtimes. Discipline, discipline. My kids are gonna walk around with a freaking shovel when they're hungry. They want to eat, go shovel some dirt. I don't know. Work ethic. Like I learned a lot of these different things. I mean, listen. I know you're scared, but I know it wasn't maybe the the, the right approach that my dad had, probably. Because probably child protective services does what they want them to, you know, it's crazy. But it told me, it told me the things like I am who I am because of that, dude. I'm so freaking grateful. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta tell my dad how much I really appreciate him for what he's done. I'm gonna call him later on because it's crazy. I am who I am today because my dad did not make me into a weak weasel. He gave me fucking strength. He taught me discipline. He taught me how to fucking be a man, not be a fucking loser. And if you say something, you go fucking do it. If you start something, you go fucking finish it. If you don't feel like it, fuck your feelings. And that to me, biggest lesson. That's where we are today, where we are. So thank you, dad. I love you so much. All right? So anyway, listen, hopefully you guys learned something from what we talked about today. Maybe you had a childhood experience that changed your life. Maybe it was positive. Maybe it was negative. Listen, turn your negative moments into positive moments. Just because your dad beat the crap out of you, like my dad did sometimes, it toughens you up. Stop being a little bitch. And stop crying and whining about your past and how your history and all this bullshit, all this drama. Okay? You are strong. You can accomplish greatness. Use your childhood experiences to strengthen you, to take you to the next level so you can freaking win for you and your family. So as you guys know, every single Monday we come at you, we spit fire. 
Follow us on Instagram, Michael underscore Barai. We're have a movement over here, a movement against poverty, okay? We make moves every single week. You can follow us on YouTube. Subscribe. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube down below if you're watching. And if you're listening, go to YouTube, my friends. Michael Barai, I promise you, this content is going to flip you and make you make decisions that you've never wanted to make before. So I love you guys. Share this with a friend. Have a good one.